You are about to embark upon a fascinating adventure into well-being, a journey which will leave you with a lifetime method for gaining unequaled health of body and mind and the sense of a new life. The host does not necessarily agree with the opinions and beliefs expressed in the following text. Any and or all statements regarding truth, reality, God, etc. should be viewed as narrative contrived by the artist for entertainment purposes only. The host hereby disavows his own personal responsibility for any paranormal activity related to the listening of this episode. The listener listens at his own risk and will hopefully have a safe yet fun and expansive trip. The characters in this episode are very real and reside inside a space-time continuum known as the host's head. The host solemnly guarantees that you will love them in addition to assurance that the preceding statement was a lie. Oh, and by the way, you're in for some weird shit. Just the other day, I thought I saw a magician, a wizard, a master of mystical arts, but it just turned out to be somebody talking with their hands while also talking on their Bluetooth headset. Now, I don't understand where the term Bluetooth came from, but that's besides the point. Now, I want you to look at somebody that's doing it and tell me they don't look like they're casting a spell or something. Mysterious, something spooky. Um, This happened at work, and uh, I just couldn't help but think of that. Another thing I ran into is distraction. And by that, I mean phone distraction. Um, I downloaded a game for a day, and I found myself playing it while, you know, I was trying to watch TV or whatnot. Big deal, right? You know, I think a lot of us, don't really watch TV. We watch our we we pay attention to it in between looking at our phone. Big deal, right? But I found myself still trying to play the game while I was brushing my teeth and getting ready for bed. Now that is a problem. I I already saw myself being addicted to it. I guess. And I'm not trying to be addicted to anything, really. Um, you know, the, the phone is probably the biggest drug there is right now. I bet you a uh, 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 heroin addict that... I, I bet you a heroin addict still has a phone. You know, that's probably the last thing. They're going to pawn off is their phone. So what's more addicting, heroin or the the phone? I, I assume most of us in the morning when we wake up, we check our phone. I'm sure a heroin addict, as soon as they wake up from their slumber, they check their phone. Or maybe as they're nodding off, they're on their phone. Same with crackheads. I'm sure they're constantly on their phone. Cokeheads, I'm sure they're constantly on their phones. So I had to delete the game. I had it for a day. I saw what it could have turned into, and I had to delete it. Another thing I just deleted, too, was Discord. And it's not that I was 
addicted to it per se. It's just I found myself getting irritated with people more or less, and I'm sick of being irritated with people. Um, a certain group, you know, wanted to, uh, I think it was I, Kodiak Black, I think that was the, the rapper. He uh, donated um, a bunch of it was AC units or maybe it was central air, I don't know, to uh, poor folk and elderly during the heat wave and wasn't allowed to install them due to the government and and uh, certain like homeowners associations and shit like that. So I linked an article in this group I'm in. And the group just so happens to be about unions. So it's a very uh, left-leaning group, right? And then somebody wants to be like, well, why did you post that? I'm like, and this is just in a general discussion. General discussion that people post all sorts of shit. And to me, it's easier to ignore something than to comment. When somebody comments on something, they're looking for clearly some sort of conflict or attention. So I just reply with, oh, I, I just thought it was interesting, you know. And they reply with a long thing about how they're not surprised that he was illegally trying to donate AC units that are fundamentally hard to install into people's houses that might not want it. That's not hard to imagine. So then I go on and I found another Kodiak Black <laughs> thing that he did. And I, I don't, I've never listened to the man. I've never listened to the man. I don't know if he's good or bad. Maybe, maybe the guy doesn't like him. So, another thing he did was he, it was like, donated like 25 grand to a college fund of a kid whose father was a policeman that died. So, I just tagged him in that. Oh, because he said, uh, you do you. So, then I tagged, so I posted that and I tagged him being like, oh, I'm just doing me. Being a little antagonistic because fuck him. You know, like I said. When I see something, I don't, that I, I mean, I'm not, if I see something, I'm not going to click on it to read it, and I'm not going to comment on it. I'm just going to ignore it. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. So, to me, the person was trying to be somewhat antagonistic. Um, maybe, I guess it's harder for him to ignore something so uh, trivial, like an article in a group chat. Um, maybe, I don't know. Another thing is, uh, I'm on Hinge, right? And apps and whatever else. And the, the, the thing I like about Hinge, it's a dating app, right? The thing I like about it is unlike, like, um, Tinder and Bumble, and Bumble, yes. Um, Hinge, you can send people messages to start out a conversation. So, like, uh, if it's a picture, I typically won't comment on it, right? But, like, there's 
prompts to start conversations. So I'm going to try to read some to you. Like, for example, this one. This woman posted um, one of the prompts was like, you should not go out with me if you're a picky eater. So I message, you know, and they can read it and then they can decide whether they want to uh, have a conversation or not. And I go, I mean, I ate four June bugs before, so no. <laughs> I, I, I just, I generally don't care. So another one, random fact I love, Grimace from McDonald's was last seen at Dodger Stadium in 2015 dancing to Black Betty. I said, what the fuck? Or WTF? Where has he been? Someone needs to look in people's basements. Uh, my biggest state fail. The man picked his nose and ate his boogers over lunch. My response? He didn't even offer you some? That's really rude. So, like, like I said, I really don't... I don't really care. It's fun for me. Um... Like, I just shoot my shot. I don't give a shit. Um, I mean, I, I don't get a lot of uh, um, feedback, I guess I should say. <laughs> it's a hot... Watch for wasp. It's a hot today, so make sure you drink water. <laughs> oh, shit. I crack myself up. So that's what I like to do. I, I, I just like to get on there and just be stupid. It's fun for me, and uh, I'm not trying to take it too serious. Yes, I would like not to be single, but uh, at the same time, it gives me a way to put my personality and my humor on display. And obviously, that's not for everyone, clearly. Uh, I'm still single. And... uh whatever but maybe that's not what i should be doing but once again it's fun for me and uh when it's fun for you you should continue to do it and i'm not i'm talk in a way that doesn't hurt people or yourself i'm not saying it's fun for me to do heroin so let's do heroin i'm not talking about that let's let's get that right another thing i've been into currently is uh tiktok um your mom's house got me into it, uh, Christina's TikTok curation, and I. it took me maybe about a half hour off and on to finally get, I would say, 80% there as far as hers goes, um, maybe a little less, um, because I'll, I'll tell you how to do it. I'll tell you how to get 80% there. So first, this is what happened to me, and judge me however you seem fit, um, it was just, you know, regular bullshit TikTok of kids dancing, and fucking families dancing, and for some reason, most of, like, it's just like the same shit again, and again. same people dancing the same song, it's like, how many black people have to make Videos about, like, their mom beating their ass with a belt. I get it. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's one thing that's constantly coming up when I was on regular TikTok. Um, but first things first. So when you're scrolling, what happened to me, at least, was the f there was a Down Syndrome person. 
So I liked it, followed it. Boom. So what happens? A couple more people with Down syndrome pop up. Boom, boom, boom. Like the content, follow them. Pretty soon, you'll start getting people that don't have Down syndrome, but are worse off. And I'm not saying like with whatever. Judge me how you seem fit. (laughs) What happens is you start liking these and then they give you like people that have clear mental disorders undiagnosed more than likely. And it's not fun like the Down syndrome. And I'm not saying it's fun because they have Down syndrome. It's fun because... They're having a good time being themselves. They're just dancing. They're like, whatever, yelling John Cena. They're just having a good time. And it just goes into like more and more. So you, so then you get like one person that's just like doesn't have Down syndrome but has something wrong with them. And they're more than likely talking, looking for somebody Yeah, they're just looking for somebody. They're looking for a relationship. They're looking for a friend. They're just looking for somebody to talk to. And then you like that. And then that's how you just progressively... But then where I'm at currently is it's mostly... Mostly. And like her stuff, Christina's on your mom's house, you'll see is... uh, 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 There's some branching variety. Whereas mine is mostly straight like i would say um 30 to 50 year old shirtless men doing whatever really in all honesty doing whatever dancing looking for somebody just doing like weird duets where there where it's like some 18 year old tiktok girl that's like you can't handle me and and he's just shirtless and fucking like foaming at the mouth because she's barely legal and he's just like like oh i can handle you i can handle you this is like that's what i see and then like for example there's this one guy who's just dancing constantly and at first I was just, I was kind of, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest with you folks. At first I was making fun of, because that's what you do when you're there. You make fun of, right? You judge. And then, and then I just seen one where it was like, he's like pointing out his family and he's like, that's me and that's my family. And I don't think he's mentally, well, like I said, most, these people have some, something wrong with them something wrong with him and uh then i was like oh he's kind of sweet because there's a couple videos of him like old photographs so you get to learn a little bit about his life and uh yeah so tiktok is definitely something that distracts me but it also makes me feel good about myself but at the same time i can only be on there for like five minutes at a time because like you can only deal at least for me i can only deal with this sort of um undesirables of society for so long 
And once again, judge me how you seem fit. When I'm talking about undesirables, I'm talk I'm not talking about people that can have a steady job, you know, whether it's an office job, whether being a lawyer or a factory worker or a McDonald's person or a custodian or I'm talking about people that probably are on disability for many reasons. Maybe they are just somebody that actually needs it. Maybe somebody's that taking advantage of it. I don't know their life. Um one thing that I just found out on there is uh it's always it's it's I I really like um mentally judge me how you seem fit. <laughs> um men, it mentally impaired couples. That's 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 what I I think is adorable, but sometimes it's also very creepy. Like I found one and it was like is it a boy? Is it a girl? Is it a man or a woman? And then this guy's clearly a man and he looks like like uh what can only be described as a ex meth head biker and this woman I found out was a woman. I thought it was a might have been a man, um, mentally impaired younger man, turned out to be a woman. I don't know the age, but clearly mentally impaired, short hair, looks mostly like a man. And then they're talking about loving each other. And it's like sick and sweet at the same time. It's, it's sweet because they two, them, they found each other and there's love, but it's also sick because of the the condition that they are not that i'm saying they can't help it or you know but that's what it is it's it's a it's a way it's uh it's a dark place and it's definitely not for everybody and uh i can only be there five minutes at a time um i just watched uh the the documentary if you want to call it that or series Lula Rich, and I do believe I've been on here before, um, talking about Lula Row, Lula, whatever. And my experience with it was with I, I guess I could say my ex sister. And I'm gonna say, how do you have an ex sister? Well, some uh, my 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 older sister that um, is trying to make that uh, we have had issues with and and disowned our whole entire family but uh that's something different um my experience with it was i would see this was back i don't think i bought my own computer yet this is probably 2016 2015 no 2015 20 I don't know. I don't know. It was quite some time ago. No, I definitely... I, I don't know when it was. We'll say that. I don't know when it was. It was quite some time ago. And my first introduction to it was uh, my my sister, my ex-sister, and my mother talking about Lillaroe, Lillaroe, Lillaroe. Like, what the fuck is this shit? And uh, Lillaroe, Lillaroe. Like, like, I thought it might have been uh, it's clothing, right? But to me, I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? And next thing you know, both of them are like watching 
fucking Facebook Live of like fucking people dancing around, wearing tiny hats, unicorns, and fucking they got pom poms and kazoos and fucking those things that you fucking like whatever with your wrist, you know, flick with your wrist and confetti shoots out and they're just like dancing around, selling clothing. I'm like, what the, what? I'm like, what the fuck is this? At first, I honestly just thought it was like, Lola Roe was like a fucking online party of like hefty bitches that don't have anybody else to talk to and they're just dancing because they're like, they're dancing and my ex-sister is dancing and my mom is kind of like, like, uh, like, I'm a little too old and a little indefinitely way too skinny for this. You know, all these hefty bitches will definitely break me if I ever ran into them. It was very weird. And uh, that went on for quite some time. Quite some time. Until I... And then actually... My my ex-sister went to a Lullaroo party or whatever the fuck they're called. I mean, I watched the documentary. I should know what they're called. The uh, Lullaroo uh, clothing shop expose. I don't know what you would call it. And my mom, my mom is just like sitting there watching and she's just like running around in circles in the background, like trying to help sell clothes. I don't I don't. I don't know. A very bizarre time. And watching that, I, it just didn't seem right to me. Now, I will say, I watched the two, I watched, there's four episodes. I watched two yesterday and I watched two this morning. And uh, it opens, and for me, I'm a guy that doesn't like a lot of makeup. Might be because I don't like clowns and a lot of makeup makes you look a little clownish. But the owner or the female owner, the the wife, it opens up and she's very, very, very heavily, I almost said medicated. She probably could have been. Uh, uh, she's very heavily makeuped, looking kind of like Joker-ish. And it opens in it with... Uh, it's very scam and uh, cultish, and you find out that they they have like five ways to uh, become a Lularoo saleswoman because it's it's mostly white women, and there's actually some funny comments about that. One of one of the women in the documentary. Uh, is a Hispanic woman, and she goes, this is a white girl business, and I stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> and then there's another black woman that uh, was like a really head saleswoman or, or uh, head uh, cultivator of people. Um, and she turned down the cruise because she didn't want to be on a boat in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of white people. <laughs> so you find out it's mostly white women that probably put raisins in their potato salad or it, it's it's just it's like uh easily karens it's easily karens that are being caught up in this culty scam that sit, sit at home and that's what it preys upon us stay at home moms and uh and women that don't have a lot of friends um or Heftier women that are the butt of the jokes when it comes to friends. You know, they 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 always go out with them, and uh, 
you know, they're talked down to. They're 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 the ones they they bring them around to make themselves feel better when they go to a bar. They stand around the ugly one and thus their ranking in um appearance goes up when you're standing next to a water buffalo. Um apparently they also preach the Book of Mormon at a lot of the events and not the play. I'm not talking about the the South Park creator play. They look like they could have been failed evangelicals. This is some of the notes that I wrote down while watching it. And you really get it because they're 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 selling you a product technically, but also they're selling you a scam and it's a multi what is it? it's a MMS and they, it's not a pyramid scheme, even though a MMS, what the hell, is a pyramid scheme. Um, I guess my my computer doesn't want to open Google, not Google, but Firefox for me, because I was, I needed to I was gonna see what exactly was MMS. M M I think that's what it was. MMS, not. Multimedia, yeah, that's what I was going to say, but that's not what it is. Um, what if I type Lularo, MMS? Maybe that's not MMS, technically. Whatever the fuck it is. It stands for something. It's like multi-whatever. It's, it's, it's a pyramid scheme. But they try to say it's not because they're selling physical products that are in high demand. And eventually you find out that, like, just as a pyramid scheme is, you had to been there from the very beginning to make money because most of the money that's being made is by buying into the company. And you need, like, 10 grand minimum to buy in to the, to the brand. And they say, you know, don't put yourself in debt, but here are ways to buy into the company. And they say, they say everything from maxing out credit cards. Mind you, they're not saying to do these things. They're, 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 they're providing examples of what you can do, but they don't want you to go into debt. But you could get a credit card and max it out or multiple, whatever you need to do. You could borrow money from a loved one. You could sell your breast milk. Now, I'm not a woman. I don't have breast milk. I have semen. And if somebody told me to sell my semen to for a, to start up a company, I'd be shocked and appalled. Like, not saying that semen is this um, sort of... Yeah. But breast milk, I feel like... If I'm shocked and appalled, like a woman would be even more shocked and appalled because I would, in my rational, my irrational mind, I almost said a rational mind, in my irrational mind, I think breast milk is quite a bit more significant and different than what I can produce. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And one of these women have had, uh, they, they had, uh, 14 children. So how are you going to pr 
provide for 14 children, of course you're going to start a scammy, culty business that preys on what can only be described as desperate housewives in the sense of not trying to fuck people, but desperate for for friends, desperate for their own money. Most of these women had husbands or have husbands and wanted to make their own money. They weren't doing so good. I've said on the podcast before, you know, uh, 80% of people live paycheck to paycheck. That was, you know, pre-pandemic. So I assume most of these women, not saying it's a bad thing, mind you, it's a majority of people, including myself, live paycheck to paycheck. And so they 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 want to do this to help out, although it's a lot of money that they have to they have to start on, and one of them even talks to I think like a coworker or somebody, and they go, "You're not you don't have to buy in to start a business because that's what Lola Rue preaches is like you're starting your own business." And somebody's like, you don't have to, you're not, you don't buy in to a business to start a business. And, and I might not be saying that right, but at the time it made sense to me. And the husbands definitely look like they don't run the house. You know what I mean? Maybe not necessarily cucks. But I'm sure they get pegged every once in a while. Not saying that that's a bad thing. But these women, once again, look like they put raisins in their potato salad. And they look like they're probably Karens. And, if need be, would probably get mad enough to let an inward fly out of their mouth. I'm just judging. This is pure judgment on my behalf. I don't know the women. I'm just going based on what I know from the documentary. And I know about what it appears to me that these people are. And some of them actually had decent paying jobs um, that they still would much rather buy in 10 grand easily to try to be a Lula 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 Row uh, boss bay or babe or whatever now i was shocked that the husband and wife couple were making over 100 grand one month um people are making 5 to 10 grand per facebook live but then Later on, you hear that um, the money is in the recruitment. So one of these people that were making uh, sixty-five grand in bonuses, and this is bonuses per month, um, they get bonuses based on recruitment. They get bonuses based on um, not sales of product, um, but sales, but um, bonuses on based on people buying in. At 10 grand a pop. And this woman bought in her whole time, bought um, 
$75,000 worth of clothing and made and sold them for 83,000 but in bonuses made 85k 85 grand and while all this is going on throughout the series you have a a constant interview of the two owners the husband and wife couple and then it flash it like flashes forward and back between their the 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 interview for the program in a court case that was going on a us um, a class action lawsuit and it's just full of contradictions and it i mean the 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 doc the the program does what it's supposed to do and what the program is supposed to do is to make you despise these two people and and it does that you you realize that these people are just horrible they're they're feeding off of others now another woman was making twenty two thousand to forty four thousand a month in bonuses. This is once again for um, getting people recruited and then eventually they changed their policy so it's based on sales and the bonuses drop in half and the reason why they do that is because pyramid schemes are all about recruitment so by having bonuses based on recruitment that gives um, the appearance that it's more of a pyramid scheme than uh, multi-layer whatever the fuck not a pyramid scheme even though it's 98% a pyramid scheme um, it's like the bitches selling the, the body wraps or the fucking vitamins or uh, a great one would be Always Sunny and Vigoron, you know, the, the, the mountain berries. So that was the first two episodes. And then the next two is like trying to sue them and, you know, what happened to all these women's lives. Like one of the, the main people that were interviewed of the LuLaRoe... Um, retailers who was making you know six figures she wished she could take it all back because it ruined her life not only was she making a bunch of money they also wanted her to spend most of it put on a flashy show to show people what it's like and at the end, you find out she's divorced, you know, and bankrupt. She has, like, ten credit cards she owes debts on. Like, all these people are ruined. You get, like, a, a few of those that are completely ruined. And then you get the one, the Hispanic woman that sticks out like a sore thumb. She's like, oh, I'm not stopping, you know. I, I went from four kids and a... And a dog in a 825-square-foot house or something like that to uh, 21,000 or 2,100, 2,100-square-foot 2, house. I got an in-ground pool. I got a two-car attached garage. I'm not stopping. So you see that, like, I would say for every 10 people it fucks over, like, one person is still doing good. And, it, and they go from, like, 10,000 sellers 
to like 1600 or something. I can't remember. I just watched this shit too. <laughs> um, but you find out exactly what it is. Uh, a scam cult. And some of the women even call, call it a cult. Just because they want you to have this image and like if you don't do what you're told you get reprimanded if you don't produce the results you want in a way you get reprimanded um they even were trying to force uh um not liposuction but another one of those types of procedures onto women to make them more desirable now once again like all these women to me at least are f- fully makeuped up and it scares me once again i don't i don't really like makeup and none of in and i'm not saying these women aren't uh, uh beautiful apparently everybody's beautiful these days and uh yeah i would suggest watching it it is uh interesting it's interesting and from my original small um experience with it i kind of knew it from the beginning before watching it and if you don't want to spend like three and a half hours it's like four 40 minute long segments there's a beautiful one that pretty much covers the exact same shit that's on youtube by vice that came out a few years ago and that one's only like maybe 20 minutes long and it and it kind of just steam steamrolls it all from making money to product that is holy stinks like mold and mildew that you can't return to oh my god I'm bankrupt my life is ruined to I wish these people would get what they they deserve um you find out you know sued quite a bit some settled, some won, some lost. Like they, I think they paid like seven and a half million dollars to to the state of Washington. There's they have this giant uh, ex, exponential growth from pulling in seventy million dollars a year to almost two billion in a span of like a year and a half, two years. And they even say like that the company grew too fast and they didn't know how to properly handle it and also they didn't properly handle it because pretty much any position in that company was was in place by one of the 14 kids or one of their um husbands or wives or whatever and you actually find out that one of the 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 son-in-laws i think or nephew i think maybe it was i don't know some convoluted shit you find out that he was like a the event coordinator and then he left and then pretty much was like was like sued and was told to never contact the family again like they were like blacklisted from the family like it's kind of like um Scientology in a way um, and I'm saying that because I don't know more about Mormonism Mormons which they were and I mean I know that that shit's fucking bullshit 
<laughs> fucking finding some fancy golden tablets or whatever the fuck the story goes. Anyways, I talked way too long about this bullshit. Um, it's interesting. It's it's interesting.